Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I am your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Hello, and welcome back to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. I'm super excited because we have a special guest today, which is Sasha Pusey, who is one of our Design Covern members. Um, she has gone off on her own. She's taken advantage of the mentorship program. Um, welcome, Sasha. Thank you for having me. Of course. I wanted you to come on because I wanted everyone to hear your story and um, your journey. And I think so many people can relate to you because of all of that. And it also kind of gives them an inside peek of what to expect um, in the Design Coven and with the mentorship program. Uh, but before we do that, I need to set our space just so that we can get grounded. I've been working since six this morning, so I feel like I'm all over. Um, <laughs> you too. Part I like of the anxiety. <laughs> yeah, part of all of it. So yes, I'm going to light us a candle here. Um, just connecting with intention of connection, communication, creativity, all those beautiful things. And I am pulling us a tarot card um, today. I've got my tried and true weirder white Coleman Smith deck that I've had since I was 17. And cool. yeah, we're going to pull. Let's see what we need to know for today. Oh, we got the devil. Oh, <laughs> Do you have a connection with this sign? Card? Isn't that the sign for Capricorn? It is. Cause yeah. Are you a Capricorn? Yes. Yes, I am. I didn't know that. Yeah. And speaking of like hard working today, the six AM work schedule. But yes, the devil. Capricorn. Um, it's that tie, right? It's the binds yeah. that we put ourselves in. Um, you know, that that spirit of being bound to maybe your work or what you're really passionate about and feeling connected in that way sometimes a little bit too much so when I get this card I'm always invited to um, cut some of those ties break the chain uh, be tempted this is also temptation this is also pleasure um, you know kind of exploring some of these waters 
Um, so I definitely invite you to be tempted to cut some chains, dive into pleasure, um, take a look at what feels good, you know, kind of explore a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's so funny that you pulled your, we pulled your Zodiac card. Love it. Alrighty, Sasha. Um, <laughs> what is home for you <laughs> at the moment? It could be the idea of home, your actual home, um, any of those things. I just like to ask that question. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so I've I've moved all around uh, from Miami, Florida to Maryland. Uh, we also lived in Alabama. I've also lived in oh Spain and London. So all of these places, um, I've just been traveling around ever since I was young. And I learned to adapt really easily to change um, because of it. And I know with some people, you know, that scares them change. But I've learned to just embrace it. And... Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean that it's also hard finding um, your rhythm in, within a, an environment, within your space. And for me, I think home connects with my family. My family, um, specifically my parents, they're my rock um, through, you know, all the trials of life, the ups and the downs. Uh, no matter where I'm living, they're always there. Um, and that kind of helps me feel grounded. And then I think also, um, you know, it's home within yourself. And, mm -hmm. you know, finding that, finding being content and at peace with yourself. So no matter where you are, you feel at home. Um, but and and you know you make yourself happy and you do all the things that you love you connect with people creating a community and i think that create a home within itself yeah and you're here in encinitas where do your parents live so my parents live in salt lake city utah okay they they used to live in frederick maryland uh and then they move in 2021 to Utah and that was about the same time um, that I moved to San Diego to the North Got County it. area um, cool so then you're communicating through phone Pepper, yes and my sister also lives in the North County area so it's the first time that our family has ever been on the west coast which has been really nice that's awesome I love it um, can you yeah. share a bit yeah. about how you got into the world of design? Like, what did that look like for you? Has that always been part of your story or is that just something that you've been exploring? Like, how did you get into this world? Yeah. So I was I was thinking about this and, you know, growing up in Miami, Florida, when I was younger, I started exploring, you know, making things with my hand, um, learning how to paint and draw uh, I started you know painting everything looking at um, details noticing things observing things um, I was just always fascinated with architecture 
Um, okay. Especially when my family and I um, would go to Europe because my mom's mm. um, family on that side is from Spain. And okay. so we would visit quite often and they lived in Madrid and then some of my family lived in Barcelona and Barcelona specifically with the gaudy architecture yeah. that was always so fascinating mm -hmm. with the colors and the stained glass and the curvilinear lines. Mm -hmm. um, that was something that I, it started sparking something inside me where it's mm -hmm. like, oh, this is so cool. Uh, where, you know, he had to create this vision. He had to create this idea. Yeah. Uh, and how old and were you? Is, so I've been going there ever since I was two years old okay. and tried to go every two or three years, uh, okay. visiting family and going Got all it. around. Um, but yeah, it was a great experience for me to just kind of get out of that United States bubble. Yeah. Uh, and culture. I think that's really important. Um, and then, but where I started thinking more about interior design is when I first went to college, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So I started right. business. Okay. And I was still doing art on the side just for myself. I was drawing, okay. I was painting, I was connecting with other artists. And then I was like, you know, I just, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with business. I was like, I wanted to invest in something, but I just wasn't sure what that was. And mm -hmm. when I started researching more professions, I realized that architecture and interior design was everything that I love. I love yeah. the creative aspect, um, also the challenging aspect of face planning and technical document, um, always pushing the boundaries. Then also there's kind of like that psychology of design of mm -hmm. interacting and connecting with people. Uh, I love to be around people and connect with them. So that was another aspect of it. So that's when I decided to transfer schools to Florida State University. Okay. And I graduated there um, in 2014 with my bachelor's of science in interior design. Um, nice. And you know, when I first graduated, I, I wasn't sure exactly which avenue mm -hmm. that I wanted to go in. Um, yep. I started my professional career in Nashville, Tennessee. And in Nashville, you know, I was, I, I was thinking, you know, it would be great just to try everything. So then I can see what is my niche to see if um, I resonate with corporate design or multifamily or residential or healthcare. And I tried everything. Um, you know, I, I joined some architectural firms and also some smaller firms. And it was just great exposure to design a hospital. And mm. that was tapping in into the technical side right. of, of thinking outside the box as far as um, creative and finishes go. And then also how to work that in with the code. Uh, and then talking to the doctors and the nurses and seeing all the things that they need for the space. That, you know, was com 
healthcare is a completely different animal. Yeah, I can't and imagine. <laughs> it seems so technical. It's massive too. And but then, you know, I was introduced into corporate design doing offices. And okay. I on one of the projects that I was a part of was Fifth and Broadway in Nashville. And you know, all the documents that we had to produce, it was insane. It was it was a learning curve because how they documented was completely different of how the healthcare documented. Yeah. Even though it was within the same firm. And so it was a learning process um, for sure. And then I was given the opportunity to work on a hotel in Nashville. And the hotel was also in combination of a restaurant. And that is when I really started to see more of the creative side, mm. uh, the custom details, uh, sourcing the furniture, the finishes, Got it. the equipment, the light fixtures, uh, doing FFNE packages. That was when it opened my eyes a little bit more, where it was kind mm -hmm. of a blend with residential. And I started thinking like, okay, this is what I really love. Like, you yeah. know, where you just, you know, be truly creative and be bold if you want to, um, and not be as restricted as I was before. But, you know, after being in Nashville for about four years, I started thinking like, okay, I've kind of touched on a little bit of everything with multifamily, corporate healthcare. Right. And uh, I mentioned before that my family um, on my mom's side is from Spain and I've yes. always had this desire and I always just kind of knew that I would end up there at some point. And I, you know, I saved enough money where I wanted to just moved to Europe and I wasn't exactly sure like I knew I would end up in Spain but I okay. wanted to try another uh, place first so I tried London and I went there for the summer in 2019 and it was just an amazing experience I took the summer off I wow. needed to just be re-inspired again because mm -hmm. I felt a little burnt out after being in Nashville and working at all these um, large architectural firms. Got and it. I was able to just travel everywhere and then just happen to see what I really wanted uh, and connect with other creatives, other designers, going to design mm -hmm. events. And that's exactly what I did. And then I, after the summer was ending, I was like, you know, London, it's pretty massive. It, it's yeah. a lot larger than New York City. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm meant to be in Spain. I'm meant to be there. I just, uh, London is great to visit, to, you know, have that city buzz. But um, Spain was really where my heart was. Mm -hmm. And I decided to go and I was able to live with my family there. They uh, lived in Madrid outside uh, of a town called Torrelodones. And it was just a great experience to get to know my family more. I was able to take Spanish classes. Wow. I was able to do freelance um, design work with residential, tapping into that. 
focusing more on um, furniture, finishes, and equipment, not so okay. much on the remodel side. And I then I was also able to travel. So, you know, I was doing all the things that I loved to do. And my cousin, he also had a school where I would also help him out and teach the students English. So it was just, it was just exploring all these different um, ways of living that yeah. I just thought was amazing. And then 2020, the pandemic happened and it changed, you know, a lot of, a lot of people's lives and it especially changed my course. It was best for me to come back because the uncertainty of if I would still have a job and um, what that would look like. So I came back to the U.S. in April and I um, decided to be with my family in Maryland at the time. And, you know, that was definitely a time where it was like, okay, back to square one. What should I do? Where should I be? Um, and I kind of just wanted to take a time to just like reflect. And I started working at this smaller residential firm that um, was focusing on sourcing um, FFE. And, okay. and that was when was- I was tapping more into residential. And I okay. was like, you know, I think this is my niche. I think this is what I really love. Uh, in combination of boutique hotels and restaurants, but residential, I just wanted to get more out of and explore that. Um, And that's when my parents, they got relocated with their job to Salt Lake City, Utah. My sister was in San Diego and I knew that I would always be there at some point. I just didn't know how or when. Yes, I just, and, and that, that was the moment, um, that was the moment and it felt right. So I started freelancing in San Diego for some residential firms and, and what uh, were you doing for them exactly? Like, were they just posting like that they needed help or were you reaching out to them or? I was reaching out to them, um, just checking out firms, um, in the North County area that was kind of near me. Okay. I was primarily helping them um, sourcing furniture, finishes, equipment, lighting, things like that. It wasn't so much um, as the technical side, doing construction documents, which is what I was used to. But, you know, I was fine with that because it was um, letting me have experience on learning more about the vendor's world with residential because it is completely different. Yeah. Then the commercial side. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to ask you a bit about that because I think a lot, I get a lot of people that are new that are just like, I don't know where to start. How do I get in with people? So I like that you took an initiative to reach out. So what was that process like? Sorry, I really want to kind of get in here. Um, What was that process like? Were you just searching for firms that you gravitated towards because you liked their style and their aesthetic or did you know them or... Um, so it was a combination of things. I was going on Instagram, typing in San Diego interior design firms, uh, checking out their website, their portfolio, okay. seeing if their aesthetic kind of matched 
mine. And then I was also um, Googling the, you know, the San Diego residential firms within the area. And I was literally just going down the list of selecting all of their websites, going to their portfolio, seeing if it's something um, that I liked. And if I did, I would email them and I would email them my resume, my portfolio. I would tell them a little bit about myself. And I just started reaching out to people that way. And, uh, you know, there's some people that wouldn't respond. And then there's some people that would. And that's how I would get interviews. And that's how I started working for several different companies uh, that needed, you know, either like renderings or um, sourcing furniture or doing some of their um, admin things that they needed help with or social media. So it was a combination of things. I really saw myself, what I enjoy the most is being brought on the project from beginning to end. Mm, And this was just getting pieces. So it's something that wasn't as fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when I reached out to uh, another firm in the area that did multifamily and residential, where it was a combination of both. And it was being a part of a team, collaborating with each other and learning from others. And that's what I really resonated with uh, if I was going to be a part of a firm. And that was great because I was able to be the senior designer on several projects and started designing. And it was amazing because I got to see from start to finish the projects, not just little pieces. Yeah. And in these firms, were they like one, two people firms? Were they larger firms? Like how big were these companies that you're working with? Yeah. And they were larger firms. I would say medium size. I think that one was about... 30 to 40 people. Okay. But with but within our group, there was about six to seven designers that were working on a combination of projects. Okay. And so, so were you even were you freelancing with them or were you hired on as an employee? I was hired on as an employee with them. Okay. And then the people and, that you were oh sorry, the people that you were freelancing with, were they requiring like what were they requiring as far as education? bachelor's degrees, associates, do they ask for that information? They they saw my resume and my portfolio. I told them a little bit about my professional career and they did really like that I had the education background, CETA accredited university, uh, that I had that experience and that exposure. And then also they seemed to be impressed by all the different avenues that I was practicing design. It wasn't just focusing on one area. And I think that's also a great thing to have because some things that I learned for designing uh, a healthcare hospital project um, with that technical skill, I was able to bring in to some of the residential and multifamily work. Uh, with that background. Got it. Yeah. And I, I, I also want to share this because you graduated in 14, right? 
and then you started mm-hmm. working for other people and firms and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you started really freelancing like in 2020. Is that right? And kind of being on your yes. own. So that's mm-hmm. a good six year chunk. Like when people think about <laughs> yeah. design, when I talk to people who are who are mm-hmm. wanting to get into this industry, especially mm-hmm. those that don't want to go to school, it's like they want to have a new business off the bat. And it's like, and when they look at you, they might think, oh man, Sasha just like launched her business and she's already got this huge client and she's mm-hmm. working. But it's mm-hmm. like, nobody sees the work and mm-hmm. the years. And, and before that, it was four years of school or more, you know, on top of all that. So you're looking at a 10 year mm-hmm. <laughs> investment yes. into yes. education and experience before actually jumping off on your own. So I really yes. wanted to just, one, celebrate that, acknowledge that, and to share with people that it's not an overnight thing. I think so many people mm-hmm. get this glamorous idea that they want to be a designer and they can go mm-hmm. out and, and yeah, you can go and make a website or whatever, but there there is something to having education and having experience mm-hmm. doing all this before just completely jumping off that cliff. So I just wanted to yes. <laughs> make sure everyone knows like there's so much more beyond Sasha's story. And I, that's why I wanted to really unpack this <laughs> because there's so much. It's mm-hmm. not an overnight thing. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. And it's, it's taken me a lot to get to this point, um, to have the, the confidence, the resources, the experience to finally take that leap of faith and start my own business. Uh, it seems like lately that everything has been aligning and you know I think everything has its own timing and that I feel that timing for me is now yeah and so um so you were working for this firm uh, okay. you're a lead designer and then what happened what was the shift between that and jumping and creating a new business I just started getting the itch of wanting to own my own business of wanting to go off on my own, of having that flexibility within my schedule, being able to work with the clients one-on-one, being able to create and uh, push the boundaries. Sometimes when you're working with a firm and you're working under certain designers, there is this uh, certain level of expertise and that they want to stay within this one element and it's sometimes hard to break away from that Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to start doing freelance again and then see if that evolved into me getting a client where I could then potentially do a business and that's kind of what led me to your Instagram page with Design Coven I was wanting, I was really craving that design community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I've always been a part of ASID and IIDA, right. uh, but yours just seemed a little bit more, uh, just more personal, a little bit different, also including artists and just so many different types of professions and entrepreneurs. And I just, that's just something that I really wanted to be a part of. And it just has, it has been a great experience 
um, connecting with all of you, going to these in-person events, uh, also for myself, getting re-inspired again. Mm -hmm. um, that has been great to just to see that within myself um, and also seeing what you're doing and seeing what others are doing that when they have their own business and thinking, you know, I can do this too. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can, I can actually do this. It's not just something of, you know, this idea that you're not sure how to manifest mm -hmm. and make it concrete. And I think you guys really helped me give that confidence to myself and also those resources and knowledge and connections and information has really just pushed me a little bit more. So yeah, I, you definitely. I, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely got pushed, and I feel like when you joined, were you um, you weren't quite working with that client yet, but you were talking, you were in talks of collaborating with an architect okay. already. That had already mm -hmm. happened, yeah. and you had already quit mm -hmm. the other position. Mm -hmm. Is that right? So mm -hmm. you were kind of in that middle transitional sort of space. Yes, yes, yes. I was in that transition space of freelancing, and then connecting with this architect that was um, referred me to this client that I have now that has been also an amazing experience but that's really what was the driving point of like okay I you know this doesn't come along too often mm -hmm. and now is the time to just grab a hold and go for it yeah and how did the architect find you or did you find them I found him. I reached out to him uh, because he was—he had a combination of different firms working within his uh, company, and okay. I thought that was really interesting. Um, and that's how the first conversation began, and we just kept in communication, and that's how it led him to refer me to this residential client in Carlsbad. Amazing. So I just want to also point out again, there's a pattern here with you where you're constantly sourcing and searching mm -hmm. and you're finding your yes. people. <laughs> it's not like you're sitting yes. around going, I want to be a designer. Maybe somebody <laughs> will discover me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, that's a lot of work to put yourself out there. So, yes, I just wanted to point out there that you were not afraid. Uh, well, maybe you were afraid. I'm, we're all afraid of rejection, but even <laughs> with that fear, you're like, I'm just going to do it. And you said earlier too, that you would call and reach out to all these firms and people wouldn't mm -hmm. connect with you. They'd ignore mm -hmm. you. And then some of them, you mm -hmm. know, spoke back to you, but it was just like, you just kept going. It's kind of like a numbers game, right? You just like, okay, I'm mm -hmm. going to like reach out to a hundred. And if I get yep. five back score, that's a win. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly but right. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, this totally worked out for you just by being so tenacious and resilient to just get up mm -hmm. and go again. And maybe that's because of your background of being able to travel and to shift and to change constantly and put yourself mm -hmm. in these environments. And I think that's a really neat thing that you bring to the table. And, and also what an asset for anyone that's working with you too, to be able to shift into chameleon when you're working with all these different clients. That's major skill 
Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely helped me to be persistent and mm-hmm. just continue. Uh, if this door doesn't open, another one will that's meant for you. Yeah. And as you're in the design, Kevin, I mean, you're like at every event, which is really awesome and amazing. <laughs> Again, showing up. I mean, you're showing up. I mean, that's part of this mm-hmm. work. It's like you're actually coming, mm-hmm. you're engaging, you're connecting with the vendors, you're meeting mm-hmm. all these other designers. And I think you're also an inspiration just within our own membership group of people looking up to you and being, wow, like, Sasha's like getting it. She's like, and you just created your website. So everyone needs to yes. check out the website that just launched this week. I, I launched it today. Yes. And yes. and the Instagram. I launched it today. So because yeah, we it, knew we were going to record. This, yes, this motivated me. It's just like everything is just like lighting that fire, you know? And it's like, okay, this is the moment. I need to get all my things in order. Um, for, you know, for, for people to be able to find, to find me. Absolutely. And I also want to dive into the mentorship piece because you also took advantage of that. So in the design coven, we do offer one-on-one sessions, um, for mentorship and for you, Sasha, what was that thing that you're like, I'm going to try it or I'm going to do it or like what sparked that? Yeah. So I've, I've had all this experience, but within this experience has primarily been commercial. And this was also a moment where I've never written a proposal. I've never written a contract before. I haven't gone through that process of getting the client, talking everything over with the client, going through the budget, going through just all of these huge points on having a client and working with them. And uh, that was the moment where I felt a little bit just not as prepared and not feeling I had all the tools Mm -hmm. um, and all the knowledge. And I think you really helped me on saying, okay, this is what you need to do. This is, uh, you know, this is X, Y, and Z of how I've done it in the past. And just using that as an example really just put my nerves at ease Mm. as well. Uh, Talking to the client and giving me enough, um, enough ability to feel confident that I can do this. I do know how this operates. It's just you know, you learn as you go. This is yep. called a practice for a reason. We are constantly learning. We are constantly um, adapting and pivoting and, and changing and evolving. And this was a moment for me to step out of my comfort zone and uh, and and do it that way. And with this mentorship specifically, you know, we meet once a week. And after I meet with the client and we've gone over, you know, the kitchen remodel or the living room space plan layout, it's just been great to work with you to collaborate, to get another pair of eyes on the documents, on the floor plans. And even with the connections that you have here in the area saying, okay, this is your, this is your guide to meet with this person for the cabinets. 
and so forth and having all of those connections because all of that is energy and work and uh that makes the process go even faster yeah um when when you have all of these resources that you have helped me with and they're reputable that right it's not like you're practicing (laughs) it's like okay there's the real experience here you know who they are they know you are you've had years of relationships and then you get to just piggyback on Mm -hmm. all of that Exactly. And um, that has let alone been worth it to do the mentorship. And but I think, you know, the the best thing is just collaborating and um, just building that confidence within myself with the residential design of um, just keep moving forward. And any questions that I have, I know that you have my back and that I can um, rely on you to help me out through, you know, the logistics and the depths of the design process. And, you know, I I do know more or less the design process. It is very similar, but there's some things, you know, that, that I don't know. And I'm, and that's where I think it's great that just to keep learning about those things. And I'm going to keep learning as I dive deeper um with this business so i just think it's just been a great experience overall um for myself yeah absolutely and and like i said like with you you're so like eager to learn you're curious you're not afraid and like i said you you probably are but you're you know you push through that um and you're also not afraid Mm -hmm. to say i don't know what i'm doing here like what do i do like what's the next Mm -hmm. step or what do Mm -hmm. you think about this and Mm -hmm. then just kind of like and that Mm -hmm. also helps with those blocks i know for me personally Mm -hmm. when i get stuck i'll just sit and be like oh my gosh and then i'm trying to like figure it out (laughs) on my own it's like i don't want to ask anyone for help and then how many days Mm -hmm. have we wasted (laughs) when it's like exactly it's like hey i need to get on the phone with you or text and it's like okay great on to the next thing yes It's um, it's very hard asking for help. It's something that I really struggle with. But mm-hmm. uh, this year, I realized like that I needed to be more open and receiving and asking for help when I need it. And this was a moment for for that. So I just want to thank you again. I of how much I appreciate you helping me through this process. Yeah, I mean, you, like I said, your 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 growth has been exponential. I see it. I see the confidence like every day. And it's just really cool because you're you're getting to a space where you're going to be like, you can just roll this off and go to the next thing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you've mm-hmm. got the experience. So that's really neat. What advice would you give to somebody that is wanting to enter the interior design world um, as a new designer or someone that's just interested in looking into it? Yeah, um, I would say just don't ever stop learning. Be open to learning, like teaching yourself new programs, tricks, and tips of the design process that can be 10 times easier than what you have been used to. Um, And also, you know, don't wait for the perfect time to start. Mm-hmm. No one has all the answers in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, you learn more as you go. Perfection can be a 
double-edged sword where it can hold you back. And, you know, never starting can be your biggest hurdle. It is a vulnerable thing to put yourself out there creatively, but it becomes easier once you do. Then each every day, it gets easier and easier and less scary. Amazing. And who would you um, recommend join the Design Coven? Um, just in general, like who do you see yeah, would benefit I, in there? I would recommend anyone that is even remotely interested in being an interior designer. You know, you don't have to have the education or, you know, the traditional route. Um, even just, you know, going to the in-person events can get that exposure of what it's like to work with the vendors and seeing the finishes and the textures and then talking to other designers, other creatives. I think that is a great uh, resource in itself to get other ideas um, that you may have not thought of on your own. But um, yeah, I just, I, I think it's a great resource to have, whether you're an artist, an entrepreneur, an interior designer, if you just have an interest, it, it's a great community to be a part of. Amazing. Yeah. We love having you in there. It's been really cool to see you grow and evolve. And, and then this project that you got, can you tell us a little bit about what this project is as your like first official on your own in your own design business? Because it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, so I've been working on a full home remodel renovation. Um, you know, as I mentioned before, the design community and the mentorship has given me all the resources on how to start a business and allowed me to take the leap of faith for myself. The home I'm working on uh, is, you know, I'm redoing the, the kitchen, the living room, the bathrooms, the master bedroom, the master bathroom, the playroom, bonus area that's upstairs. It's, it's almost all of the spaces within the home. And currently I'm working on the construction documents of the floor plan and elevations. And anytime, you know, I have a question about logistics of the kitchen or architectural details, we typically meet in person um, and collaborate. And that has been incredible just to go through the process and doing that but the client itself has been amazing to work with and it feels that much more real that we are you know we're already halfway on producing all the documents and soon I'll be selecting the finishes and then you know all the FFNE which is the furniture finishes and equipment and fixtures and art and accessories. So, so I'm just things. excited to see the vision come to light. It's going to yeah. be um, something that's going to be awesome to yeah. see. Perfect. And now that your Instagram is up, you're going to be sharing more behind the scenes and all the things that you're doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Nice. And then for those of us that want to follow you on this journey and on this project, how can we, what's the Instagram and what's the website? 
So the Instagram is Kaleidoscope Creative Interiors. And then the website is kaleidoscope-creative-interiors.com. Perfect. And we'll have those links in the show notes so that anyone can go in there, click on them, follow you, um, do all the things and connect with you. I'm so, yes, I'm so excited. Thank you, Sasha, so much for coming on. Before we go, I do have a question. How do you keep centered? How do you keep mindful, grounded, all those things? Um, Because you've got a lot of things going on and and you always seem to be very put together. So I'm very curious. (laughs) Oh, I don't know if I would say that, but one one thing that I've realized um, this year is how important it is to move your body. Mm. No matter if it's doing yoga, going for a walk, going for a hike, uh, working out. Even lately, I've been trying out surfing. Yes. I'm beginner, beginner. And that has been amazing to just go in the ocean and, you know, the ocean is a little bit like life, you know, the waves, they keep crashing on you and you keep pushing through and you keep going and going and going until you finally catch that wave. And it's like the ultimate bliss. Um, It's just something that I have recently picked up on and... You know, I am not good at all, but um, I'm trying each and every time. I know that I'm getting better and better. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just something that has been rewarding just within myself um, and just kind of getting out of my comfort zone and, and trying it. It's amazing. I love it. So good. Alrighty. Well, don't forget to follow Sasha and um, we can't wait to have you at our next event. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person events. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry. And lastly, Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well, and we will see each other soon.